get ready for another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Hello. Hello. My name is Linda Bruno. This is the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Welcome back with my old friend, pal, buddy, Brian Lee. Mm-hmm. Old. <laughs> Hello. How you been? What's new? I love your studio. Your studio is so cool. Yeah, it's got some warm tones in it. What's it's... new? A lot's happened since you and I have chatted. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got married. You got married? Uh, your lovely daughter graduated from University of Florida. Mm-hmm. With yes, What right. did she get? Her master's or doctorate? What did she get? She got her master's in, the, she did four years at Belmont University with a undergrad in, uh, her major was songwriting and her minor was music business. And then she did two years at UF for business management and marketing. Nice. Yay. Yeah. So lots That's of fun. things happening mm-hmm. recently, which has been good. Um, what about you? What's going on? Oh, business as usual. I've been busy. Had a really good year. You know, I looked at the numbers from last year and considering, you know, that so many things are changing. Uh, mm-hmm. I did I did well. I did well. I got a lot of wonderful um, buyers and clients who just continuously come back. And I think that, you know, uh, providing just a good, solid service is uh, is like probably now these days 75% of the work. You know what I mean? Just to really... Right. Because... Now what I figured is, uh, you know, I just took a vacation uh, after three years, and where'd you go? Big, uh, Hawaii. When did you go? Uh, Tammy and I went to Hawaii. Um, we went uh, April twentieth to the thirtieth. Oh, okay. So pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And it was mm-hmm. uh, ten days gone, and uh, literally gone, gone, right. gone from everything. And, and the agent, yeah, off grid, and the agents mm-hmm. and the managers. I was doing the Nike Air. Um, campaign for Amazon. And the great thing about it was it the, the trailer, it started before we left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started working on it a couple months before that. And I was like, oh man, you don't want to leave in the middle of a campaign. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. It's like, that's how you make your money. And then they go, where's our voice? And then, you know, that's not a good thing. But He's on a it, beach in Hawaii. It was a theatrical release. And then after that, it was the digital release. So I You're- left after the theatrical release. And the manager was like, hey, can you bring some equipment? And so I go to Tammy and I and I said, you know, probably wouldn't hurt to bring an iPad. And she's like, Oh, she's boy. Like, if you bring an iPad, you are going to be looking at your phone all the time. Mm. And I said, well, I could, I can carve out a little window. And, and, you know, and after 13 years, she's like, no, no, you won't. No, you, you won't. have yeah. to be off grid, Brian. You just have to be. You cannot be thinking about work at all. It's a vacation. That's what it's for, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. Is this the Nike or the the movie that's on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, the Matt I want to see that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it my, looks My family good. saw it. They said it was really good. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's talk about trailers then. Okay. I think we've ta- talked up up the <laughs> can't talk. You had <laughs> beep, me do beep, this beep, very beep. early in the morning, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't get crank until at least 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, let's talk about trailers. I do believe we talked about it in a podcast many many moons ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I just wanted to find out now these days how things have changed and what the process is really. Um. 
Is there a process? I mean, like the process of getting it as a talent or like the the operations behind the scenes. I think it's all kind of slid a little bit. I mean, yeah. when I start when I started in trailers, if we want to go down that rabbit hole, when I started in trailers, it was um there were only like 10 guys doing it. And uh and 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 five five good ones, you know. Yeah. And um so I got into it and uh it was pretty turnkey. There was a there was a <clears throat> pardon me, there was a lot of respect on either side about about how to um, the, the process. There was a respect from the talent and a respect from the trailer houses. And you got a call and you did up to four auditions, up to four scripts per trailer house on a campaign for nothing. You, mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't even pay, get paid for it because you wanted to get on the campaign. And so you do that. And if they liked you, they'd call your manager and go, we like Brian on this movie and we, can we get him to read some more? And it's like, yeah, but you have to pay. So they would pay a flat fee and they would get up to four more up to anywhere from one to four more trailers for a flat fee, and uh, and if and that's per trailer house. So if there was a Pixar movie or 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 a Paramount movie, and 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 two different trailer houses were working on it, that went for each trailer house. So you could make a flat fee for doing up to four for this trailer house, and then another one would come working on the same movie, and you get the same thing. So it became gotcha. very lucrative. <clears throat> and um, uh, and if it went to the next four, if they sent you five, it was the flat fee. And anywhere from five to eight, it was the same fee again. Ah, so you, gotcha. you double fee. Mm-hmm. And then um, as with everything, costs, people start counting dollars and costs and everything and trying to save money. And and uh, trailer houses uh, started sharing the expense, which uh-huh. is outside of the agreement. Right. And so, you know, the managers and the agents and the and the talent and the, even the union, I think, was like, no. Can't do that. Right, everybody right, overreact. Right. Everyone overreacted, and then it got down to like, well, now you get one audition, and you don't get four, and now you have to pay per cut audition. instead of per four cuts, mm-hmm. which for the same rate, which basically made it four times more expensive for a trailer house. And gotcha. I was like, don't do that. That's not a good idea. <laughs> like, so well, you know, they have to use talent, and then so they did it, and then it all imploded. You know, they found way. That's when the long form trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can remember, like meet Paul Bl- Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know, when I did that campaign a billion years ago, the, the trailer was a story. It was like meet Paul Blart. You know, Paul's <laughs> a mall cop, and then it goes on and has clips and what. But but Paul Bl- but Paul Blart's about to find out. You know <laughs> that he should save the mall or whatever the line. and right. then you know go whatever from Paramount Pictures. You know, and uh, and then it gets to the end. You know, mall cop rated PG. And so there was a whole trailer. Well, then when this expense came through and they start working on trailers four months out, you know, wow. before launch. And uh, this is before digital. And uh, so you worked for four months and you just wow. made lots of money. It was wonderful. Well, then when this whole change happened and everything kind of imploded, uh, trailer houses just went to no voices. Mm. And and so whole trailers were just stories with cards. We call them cards. Mm-hmm. You know, they come up and said, he's having a bad day or this summer or whatever. So you don't need talent for that. Until the domestic campaign came out, and then they would, then they would go to talent, and uh, they just found ways around it and ways to save money. So, it's not the trailer industry is very different now. Now, a lot of trailer houses will not pay you to work; they'll pay you for what they use, right? Ah, so uh-huh. there's an honesty thing going oh. on. Oh, but doesn't but, your agent watch that? No, the no. agents and the managers don't know what 
you know what they have like a little minion watching TV. Aha! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that one. <laughs> ah, that one. Uh, no, it doesn't work that way. Um, it's really well, kind of an honor system now. The trailer house comes back after weeks and we like I did the air campaign and they said we Brian finished on like seventeen or twenty spots, and I did the uh, digital campaign now on video now coming now on Prime, and we're waiting for that number. I finished. I read a whole bunch of stuff, and then they take what they do, and they make it together, and then they, okay, maybe this, 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 this. We finished on this, and this is what we're going to pay for this. Gotcha. Okay. And okay. so they didn't want to tell the truth of who would be, who would you know? know, and they don't give you a list. Oh, they so say, you're They say know. 17 spots. They don't, and you, you don't go. go, give me a list of those spots. Right. <laughs> I want to see what so, they're called. financial compensation, like when you did Paul Blart, Mall mm-hmm. Cop, you know, how do you mind sharing how much you made for that? I don't remember. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. Tens okay. of thousands of dollars. Well, you work on it for months and months and months and, you know, you're, you're, you're making, you know, what rates are in the thousands to, to voice for them for per session. So you do pretty well. I mean, if you, if you, if you're, if you work on a lot of trailers, you do well. Uh, but now um, the rates now has it changed significantly where you're not making as much or mm, because the, of the structure is different now? I think the rates they just they're just doing less work. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, they do a lot more testing with scratch tracks and stuff like that. Before it Ugh. used to be we want to hear the talent on every scratch. You know, the studio would be like show us a trailer. And then when you start they would they would have a voice and then after that the the, the studio wanted to save money. And the trailer house didn't have a big a budget. And so yeah. somebody started scratching it. Like an editor would scratch, 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 scratch. And then the mm-hmm. studio would deal with it until it was time to put a real trailer voice on it. So money-wise, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a with... lot less per campaign. But if you have more campaigns, you can, you know. Like, Even it out. Yeah. So yeah. what's the, as far as performance goes, how do you do a trailer read? Like what, it, what's, what? Um, yeah, I know, right? It's kind of a magical thing. Like, it's it's, yeah. it's it's an interpretation that doesn't um, that isn't. It's like it's like everything that you do is different. Um, if you're if you're narrating, it sounds different, right? You know this. If right, you're doing a right. commercial, your delivery is different. It's a different interpretation, and and it's your interpretation, right? It's how you interpret what you're right. doing. So it's just trailers are a different interpretation, and uh. I mean, um, I guess if I read it, it would be like, um, <clears throat> this is kind of weird. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, <laughs> Princess, uh, Minnie, uh, Princess and the Frog. Um, mi- many people have heard about the story of the Princess and the Frog. I mean, you're not going to read a commercial that way. You right, know? And right. you're not going to read a narration that way. And I'm not going to read a promo for news that way. Tonight on Action News. You know, you're not going to, you know. <laughs> You know, a building blew up in Southern California, rated PG. Uh, What will the police do? And now, you know, I mean, you're not going to read it that way. So it is it is an interpretation. And that interpretation is kind of burned into the minds of producers and people and studios. So you have to have an understanding of how to interpret a trailer read. Like, I don't get narration, Right. Right. And I don't feel overly comfortable narrating. I mean, I get narrations and stuff like that, but I don't I don't live off of them. And there are great guys out there. Yeah. That that just can narrate all day and they're a perfect storyteller. 
Mm-hmm. And they and when I see it on TV, I'm like, oh, it's magic. Mm-hmm. I get an aeration and I see it on TV. I'm like, ew. <laughs> I'm like, ah, ah. It's like I'm not even seeing the visuals. Right. <laughs> and, you know, when Peter Thomas, when we were together with Peter Thomas, uh, and he always wanted me, Brian, I want you to narrate. You got to learn narration. And we would sit and I would do it and he would help me with it, you know. But I just uh, hooked up an old DAP machine. Oh, no, I, I bought one because mine oh, okay. broke. So I bought a DAP machine for like $300 and I went through the master's like Advantage Productions and stuff. Yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. <sighs> My Crazy God. stuff. Yeah, I think you talked about that the last time we were yeah. we were chatting. So, uh, the- so, so back to trailers. Trailers are just a different story, and 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 tra- you can't get into trailer houses without really without management. Agents don't trailer houses don't really talk to agents that much. Agents are more about getting the billing done, the trailer and the trailer rate, and your compensation and the job are all communicated through a manager who works specifically with the trailer industry, long-time managers who know the people in all the studios, who's heading up Paramount right now, who's at Warner. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't have time, and it's all very turnkey. Mm -hmm. They'll reach out to a manager and say, hey, we got a new movie for Blah, here's a script, send some people over. Yeah, so much easier. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great thing is, like, we'd like to try Brian Lee on this. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, hey, and I get a text from the manager going, hey. They want to try you on this. You know, yeah. You know, uh, you know, um, Sony wants to try you on, you know, this new animated film because yeah. I've done so much work for them. So, it, Again, it goes back to those relationships mm-hmm. we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but, as- you know, you can you can still, if you're not available... You know, they move, it, they move on. I have found out that it like if I do a lot of work for Jimmy Kimmel, which is not narration, but it's it's comedy and, uh, you know, for their spoof spots. Yeah. And I have found out that if I get my audition in like right away immediately and it's halfway decent and it gets to the editor right away through the casting director, then they'll just stick with it unless they hate it. Or oh, they'll, ah, we, well, wait a minute. You know, they might. Yeah. But if I can get it in quickly. You know, because they're producing so much stuff that they just want to get it going. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like by the time Jimmy Kimmel approves the script and then it goes out to the casting director and the casting director throws it out to the agents. You know, you get it. And if the agents are quick, that's the other thing, too, is you never know how fast the agents work with the buyer. You know, there could be some assistant, you know, and. They could be at lunch or they could be on the phone or they could be in the middle of doing something more important or, or, or important. Uh, and the casting director will send an, an audition and go, hey, we need this now. This shoots today. This records today. It airs tonight on Kimmel. Um, you know, uh, we need it. If the if the agent's assistant or the agent or the agent's assistant sits on it for 15, 20 minutes, which they do, you know, uh, not because they're irresponsible, because they're busy. Um, it could be 30, 45 minutes or an hour till I get it. Wow. By that t- by that time, if somebody is more, you know, on, on the ball, mm-hmm. then they're going to get it in. Right. And then and they might start cutting to it and working with it right away. But that's out of your control. You know, right. you don't know where it's right. coming from. And and as you know, being a veteran in this business is you just can't call, can't go, did you get it? And and, and <laughs> was it good? And uh, why wasn't I used? And, you know, what what happened? And you yeah. can't do, you can't do that, you know, so mm-hmm. you just, 
have to have faith in the system that it's going to get done. And it's a lot of there's a lot of sliding moving panels. And as you get as you become more and more of a veteran. You have to have a lot of faith that they're going to be paying you for the appropriate amount of work that they're right. putting mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Faith yeah. that the agent will be quick, that the whomever is in charge is quick. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. faith there, Brian. Yeah. I don't there's know if I like that. Of, and and, and, and it just pieces have to kind of fall into place. Right. You know, but you don't know if and when and how and, 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 and you don't know. You just yeah. do it. And like, remember when we were young talents? A long time ago. Do you remember when we were young talents and you would do something and you were so eager to know how you did on it that you would Mm -hmm. follow up with a buyer or an agent and go, hey, did you get the audition? Then they're like, yes. And how was it? Great. (laughs) Hope you get it. You know, are you sure it wasn't too slow? Are you sure yeah, too, should you I know, redo it? You know, did yeah. I did I sound too high when I read it, or you know, or, or was it too deep? You know, and and oh, I agent, would piss off casting directors with that all the time. I'd be yeah. in the booth and go, "Are you sure you like that one? Should I try it a different way?" And they yeah. would look at me with this disdain. Yeah, like just read. <laughs> it's fine. Right. <laughs> Please I know. leave. <laughs> I want to change it. I'll tell you. <laughs> Because you're just so afraid when you walk out of the out of the session. God, I sucked. That sucked. It. Hey, they're, they're yeah. not going to use me. This was awful. Mm-hmm. Question, question. <laughs> you know, but there's also terrible casting directors and there's terrible directors and yeah, and and, and we're living where the generation is kind of different. You know what I mean? These yeah. people used to over over direct and then or to get the confident people that just know what they want. And they're like, great, I know what I can use after that. And you yeah. do two takes, and then there's the make you do fifty takes because they don't know what they want. So. Well, I'm curious to see how this all plays out, you know, now with the AI voices coming onto the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I guess it's going to come down to the producers deciding if that is, in fact, the route they want to go right. instead right. of dealing with an actual human. station approached me about that stuff, believe Did it or they? not. And the agency, yeah. the agency is trying to just, they're scrambling, trying to put mm. verbiage in their contracts about, you know, right. however, whatever. Who, who's going to pay attention to that? But... um yeah. yeah, there was a station. I have a station in Hartford, Connecticut, Channel 3. And they, uh, a producer called me or, or emailed me. He goes, hey, have you ever heard of Eleven Labs, you know, the program? Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, look what we did with your voice. And it was a, it was the topical, like tonight on Action News, you know, tonight on Eyewitness News, you know, a car crash, explosion, you know, the Fed is meeting today about something or whatever. And he had me doing it in Spanish. Oh, my God. That and is so creepy. I wonder, I wonder if I still have it. I wonder if I still have it, but uh, he said we would never use it. I just want to let you know. But what they are doing is because we're already using it on our anchors. That's the first time I heard about a TV station doing that. We're already using it on our anchors. Our anchors, when they're really busy at their desks or whatever, and we need it tonight. uh, Hi, this Mm. is meteorologist. Blah blah blah. We're going to check the weather tonight, and it's on a radio spot or a cutaway or something. They'll they'll do it. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I can see that efficiency. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they're not taking away the personality. They're just taking and and the and the anchor isn't losing any money. It's just convenient, right? Right. You know, it's not replacing an anchor. Mm-hmm. But you know what happens when we get to the point where the computer can do the anchor? Right. Mm-hmm. I know. You know what happens when this here can get duplicated, synthetically generated, digitally made? Yeah. And so. You literally will have the anchor on the set doing the, I mean, doing the live news. But if there was some kind of, I think it's coming. Yeah. There, there, I think there are definitely going to be elements that are going to be, you mm. know, 
someone's been people have been putting together movies and putting actors, famous actors in them, and yeah. it's all AI generated. Yeah, like Carrie Fisher in uh, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> She, she's yeah. dead. She's dead. Yeah. And, and now she's talking and I'm looking at her. Mm-hmm. And it's a little but this, creepy. But this know? is like, I saw something the other day. I don't know if it was like an Instagram reel somebody had posted. And it literally was just your everyday Joe putting this together as a hobby, you know, creating this. And, and it looked odd. You know, it did not look. But but, you know, you realize you're like, if if the average person can play with it, you know, what mm-hmm. what is next? Mm-hmm. You didn't know, I but send I, you, didn't I send you that thing a, a month or yes. two ago? It was the the, the voice mm-hmm. synthesizer. I mean, I think that I don't I, I don't want to be afraid of anything because I think that as human beings, we'll figure things out. We'll figure out something of what we're you know what's going to work for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and it's important to think about it. But I think at this point, because AI is such a topic, it's really kind of I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's just enough. Every news feed that I read in the morning, everything mm-hmm. is about this coming out with AI. Okay, fine. It's like yeah. I need a break personally. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's I think it's that I, I think it's that big of a deal. You know, I was watching yeah. the news last night, and they were talking about that the that the people like ChatGPT and OpenAI and Microsoft mm-hmm. are asking the government to regulate it. Yes, what, that's scary. When you hear of a large company yes. saying we need regulation on this. Yeah. Yes. Or the gentleman that what what he was one of the original guys and he quit because he's like afraid of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made this, this. bye. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going off grid and all the money and I'm living on an island with no satellite, no internet, no anything, nothing Pretty computer much. and they can't Pretty touch me. <laughs> but I don't I don't, you know, have you used ChatGPT? Have you used AI? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've used it um for idea generation. Yeah. <laughs> for me if I'm trying to think up maybe a blog post or or even if I need to write a commercial, mm-hmm. but honestly, it's it. The results are really shitty. Yeah, I, they're pretty anemic. I, yeah, I think they're that so uh, they're generic. idea generated, like idea generated. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't even get me started on my the spot I wound up writing was so different, and I had to continually regenerate response, regenerate mm-hmm. response, and it was I was like I can't do this. This is like not. It's repetitive. It's um, generic. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it just didn't work for me. Right. I know it can help in other industries. And I'm sure it helps some writers, but I don't know. What about you? You're using, are you using it in your I'm, daily I, world? Or? No, no. I use it when I'm, I use it when I am interested in something um, like medically or something, you know, like, like Elwood, the cat. He's, um he's been in, the, he had a transfusion on Wednesday. Oh. Yeah, he had a transfusion last Wednesday up at UF. You know, I flew him up to UF. And um, and uh, he was in the hospital for, uh, I think I got him in there on Tuesday. He was there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I picked him up on Saturday, and he's still with me. So um, what's going on with him, though? Oh, he's he's got, well, anemia. He's got anemia. He's got congestive heart failure. He's, mm-hmm. you know, almost 16 now. Yeah, and, he's uh, But you know, what a fighter. He's like a fighter. He was always a fighter. <laughs> he's always a fighter. But, um, you know, he's hanging in there. And so, you know, I, I typically use something like OpenAI or ChatGPT to start uh, to open a discussion about something, about mm-hmm. medically, you know, what do you know? Of course, it only goes back to 2021, mm. you know, with the knowledge <laughs> of the AI. Um, things like that. I've had a lot of fun messing around, like, uh, you know, write me a write me a commercial for McDonald's in about... Valentine's Day in the style of Dr. Seuss, 
and it'll mm-hmm. just you know, yeah. it'll mm-hmm. throw out like a green eggs and ham type commercial. So I've I've just kind of messed around with it as far as being useful yet to me. Yeah. And just you know, like medically, factually, stuff like that. Learning about you know because of because of the illness of the cat, you know, stuff like that. Um, but um, no, you know, I know I worry about the validity of it because then I have to go do further research. Right, right. Well, the, I, one of the highest paid jobs right now, my understanding, is prompt engineers. You know, because you're prompting AI for a response, and you right. want to get and so so they're hiring kind of the most effective prompt engineers who know how to prompt AI in order to get the proper answer results to lead AI down a beneficial path, a progressive path of information and, um, right. you know. Uh, so that's, I, I think that, yeah, it's scary, it's dangerous, it's amazing at the same time. Um, yeah. I, I, I read a, I read a, I read a few articles about it and and uh, everything crazy stuff like a woman fell in love with her ChatGPT and the ChatGPT <laughs> professed its love to her and tried to get her to leave her husband. I mean, really crazy, really crazy stuff. And then well, you know, AI got to, I think before it was you know kind of tweaked a little bit. Yeah. Uh oh, you muted on me. I can't hear you. What happened to you? Hello? <laughs> Put the glasses on. Did you hit something? Am I back? There you are. I just muted and unmuted. That's weird. Uh, okay, so back to what I was saying. Um, that, so- uh, that they have they have kind of put some limits on AI right now that if you go too dynamic in belief systems or whatever, it goes, hey, I'm not going to participate in <laughs> I did fool it one time. I asked for, I asked for something, and it went. I don't. I don't typically get involved, you know, emotionally or whatever it said or whatever <laughs> dynamically. And I said, I would. And I and I said, I know. Either do I. However, I'm doing research, and on an educational basis. This is for education and learning. It goes. Oh, okay. And it just gave it all to me. I'm like, wow. I convinced AI to throw away its synthetic scruples, you know, out of the way. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and it was like, okay. <laughs> it just kind of gave it to me. I'm like. <clears throat> now, some of these websites, what's the big one that has the AI voices on it? And they they try to show you examples. They're like, pick if this is an AI or this is an AI, you know, and you're watching this little video or something. I can tell. I can tell. And and like the other day, I don't know if I was in the grocery store or something, and I was listening to the overhead I'm listening to the voice. I'm thinking that sounds like AI. Oh, it wow. Does not, it does not sound. Thank you for shopping at Safeway. It's all very, I mean, everything, everything. Yeah, was, it was perfectly was, enunciated. Yeah. That's yeah. How you, that's how you can tell. Because yeah. our part of our speech is what makes us human. Right. I've, I've made, I've cloned some voices to see what it is. And, and the likeness is all there. But it's absolutely perfectly dictated. There's no, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing. It, that's you know when they start messing around with it. Um, the the latest thing I did is uh, that Eleven Labs has uh, you know voice cloning. You dump a voice into it, and it and it does its best job to you know try to clone it. Right. Can't make it exact, but it can make it pretty good. And then now they just came out with uh, it's like an absolute one hundred percent. You know. Match? Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they said, feed in up to an hour and a half of audio. So I fed in 15 minutes of audio and it, and I did it instead of me just reading normal love. Cause I'm, I'm I'll, I'll challenge you, you stupid AI box. I'll challenge you. <laughs> and what I did is I did all promo, mm. you know, you know, tonight on CBS two news, this kind of a read tonight on CBS two news, the subway's offline again, commuters are stranded and unhappy. We'll be looking at it tonight at six. You know, I did that. I was like, yeah, duplicate that. <laughs> and so they said, we'll get back to you in July. That's an <laughs> really? automatic thing. Yes. And it said in July, we will get back to it. So July is inevitably approaching. And But now we been, have recorded it and we can. Yeah, uh, but I only gave it 15 minutes. I didn't give it an hour and a half. I gave gotcha. it 15 minutes of just, I just, that same kind of promo in yeah. that kind of window, that genre or that style. It's not even a genre. You know, promo for news is such a the synthetic yeah. kind of barking, you know, that you do. You know, you don't, we wouldn't talk to someone that way. Have you heard about, do you and Taylor have your, your, your clue word or clue phrase in case one of you gets kidnapped and your voice is screaming over a phone at somebody going, send a million dollars? Because now apparently that's what's happening. They're basically taking yeah. your voice. That's very interesting. No, we don't. So you need to create one. Matt and I created one because I thought, you know what? My voice is out there mm -hmm. in stuff. Eas easily just pick it up and, and create something to mm -hmm. put fear in my family's eyes and so we just created a, a phrase that only he and i would know mm -hmm. so when you get if you get the call you go what's the phrase what's the password right <laughs> the, the, and if the they put a knife to his throat is. and he goes ham sandwich you go oh my god here's a million dollars right i mean you know does it ever work out that way i mean okay so they've kidnapped you and they call matt right and you're like honey it's linda i've been kidnapped i mean are they going to make you set it to scared <laughs> Yeah. Why are you so why are you so optimistic and monotone about your kidnapping, honey? <laughs> honey, I've been kidnapped. I need a million dollars or they're going to kill me. You can send it to you know, meet a guy on the corner of and it's gonna right. sound so normal, you know? And and he's gonna be going, Honey, are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? How are you? No, we have Is this some kind of joke? No, honey, it's not a joke. I've really <laughs> been kidnapped and they're going to kill me. I think so, they sound pretty realistic, though. I think that honestly that you have to, especially being a voice actor, I mean, I think that if they call me, you have to say that you are going to also create a crazy amount of latency or lag in your voice. <laughs> like, honey, you know, I've been kidnapped. Just something. That you know if it's not right or whatever. But because if they say you can only read this, mm -hmm. what's your what's your what's your convinced word? Say the phrase, honey. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> what phrase? I mean to make her talk about this. I mean, you know, so Yeah. Yeah, what phrase? <laughs> <laughs> what phrase? It's always a bad the inflection's always off. Too. I think if someone really had you on the phone and you could do that, that's that's fine. But but um yeah, they'll have to Get a safe phrase. Get a safe word. It would have to be something. It would have to be something that you would say if you were kidnapped. I'm really, 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 really scared. Oh, okay. This is real. What are they well, going to do? They want you to be scared and freak out the other person on the line when they have a knife to you, or you're gonna, you know. So I think it would be adjective. I think it would be adjectives or something like that. Adjectives. Yeah, I'm really, really scared. I'm really scared, you know, or something like that. Are you scared? Yeah, I'm scared. Uh, oh, I think, but 
The thing is, though, okay, if you're not being kidnapped, though, and it's a hoax, which is the whole thing, Mm -hmm. that's the whole purpose of it. They don't actually have you at knife point. It is a company or a person or whatever. Oh, like leaving a voicemail to Matt? Hi, honey, it's me. I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'll be home. But like they but take send a million voice, dollars. They manipulate it. <laughs> they manipulate it, and the person is like, "I'm, I'm, I'm being held against my will. Please, please send such a, such a, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing." Right. That's that's where it'd be good to have a safe word. And since Brian and I can never seem to keep our conversations short, tune in next week for part two of my chat with Brian Lee on the Voiceover Gurus podcast. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.